Hello, welcome to my King James Bible verse for today's podcast. Please stay tuned to listen to this channel. Please be generous to donate money to support this podcast, thank you. Today my topic is, the anguish of life, how to overcome the difficulties of life among, disappointment and sadness. Let us turn to, book of Ecclesiastes, chapter 9, verses, 11 to 12. King James Bible. I returned, and saw under the sun, that the race is not to the swift, nor the battle to the strong, neither yet bread to the wise, nor yet riches to men of understanding, nor yet favor to men of skill. But time and chance happeneth to them all. For man also knoweth not his time, as the fishes that are taken in an evil net, and as the birds that are caught in the snare. So are the sons of men snared in an evil time, when it falleth suddenly upon them. Now let us turn to the following passages, Book of James chapter 1, verses, 9 to 11 Let the brother of low degree rejoice in that he is exalted, but the rich, in that he is made low, because as the flower of the grass he shall pass away. For the sun is no sooner risen with a burning heat, but it withheareth the grass, and the flower thereof falleth, and the grace of the fashion of it perisheth, so also shall the rich man fade away in his ways. Next, read the text from 1 Timothy chapter 6, verses 7 to 18, For we brought nothing into this world, and we can certainly carry nothing out. And having food and raiment let us be low with content. But they that will be rich fall into temptation and a snare, and into many foolish and hurtful lusts, which drown men in destruction and perdition. For the love of money is the root of all evil, which while some coveted after, they have erred from the faith, and pierced themselves through with many sorrows. But thou, O man of God, flee these things, and follow after righteousness, godliness, faith, love, patience, meekness. Fight the good fight of faith, lay hold on eternal life, whereunto thou art also called, and hast professed a good profession before many witnesses. I give thee charge in the sight of God, who quickeneth all things, and before Christ Jesus, who before Pontius Pilate witnessed a good confession, that thou keep this commandment without spot, unreputable, until the appearing of our Lord Jesus Christ, which in his times he shall show, who is the blessed and only potentate, the King of kings, and Lord of lords, who only hath immortality, dwelling in the light which no man can approach unto, whom no man hath seen, nor can see, to whom be honor and power everlasting. Amen. Charge them that are rich in this world, that they are not minded, nor trust in uncertain riches, but in the living God, who giveth us richly all things to enjoy. That they do good, that they are rich in good works, ready to distribute, willing to communicate. Book of Job chapter 2, verses 9 to 10, Then said his wife unto him, Dost thou still retain thine integrity? Curse God, and die. But he said unto her, Thou speakest as one of the foolish women speaketh. What? Shall we receive good at the hand of God, and shall we not receive evil? In all this did not Job sin with his lips. 
Both pagan infidels and Christians often ask, is God unfair? The same hard working is why some people can get wealth much easier. While some people live in poverty all their lives. Could it be that God only blesses the rich and forsakes the poor Christians? I answer this question from a biblical point of view. First, the Bible says that God will never forsake his saints, so why keep being skeptical? Just believe. Second, what is said in the 9th to 11th verses of the first chapter of James, let the poor rejoice because God's logic is not the same as ours. They are poor, but they are not lacking in anything eventually. God will raise them when they have faith. On the contrary, for the wealthy people who prosper in their way only persist for seasons. God isn't prejudiced against anyone because he is righteous. He allows those wicked people to be rich to condemn them. Also that many people will start to seek justice and judgment from God. Therefore, God can be glorified. If those people are proud of being rich and trust their money for their whole life and never serve God, then what do you think where will they go when they die? They all end up in hell, of course. God is just and righteous, no question about it. The just God will justify the saints and compensate them accordingly. Any one of us who does anything or says anything must be responsible for our deeds and be judged by the Lord Jesus when we die. In the New Testament, it is often said that some Christians suffer because they believed in Jesus, such as poverty, disease, persecution, and so on. Those people might be suffering for righteousness's sake, partaking in the suffering of Jesus, so we can be also glorified with him. Sometimes, people are suffering because of sin issues in their lives. Don't listen to some false pastors and false prophets, what they will say is that if you are a true Christian, every month, you have to pay the tithe of your income on time, then by doing so you will only be wealthier than others. It is a complete heresy and witchcraft because they also claim that all diseases are going to leave you, and you will never suffer. Don't listen to them, they are all big liars, who serve the devil only. Although rich people can enjoy some things that poor people cannot enjoy, the Bible says that a person's life is like a shadow. Time goes by very quickly and all of the vain glories of man will vanish. Everything is vanity. We came into this world naked, and we will die naked and become ashes when we die. Nothing can be taken away. We rely on the Lord Jesus to share the glory and wealth in the kingdom of God in the future. Although the temporal life is impoverished, eternal life in heaven is worth living forever with Jesus Christ. Believe it or not, I said that cause I trust what the Bible says. If you still do not believe that the authority of the Bible is absolute unshakable truth, it means that you have not been born again. The Bible also says that those who are rich cannot be satisfied whatsoever because we will satisfy our possessions only when we serve and obey God. All greedy humans and lust are falling into the abyss and perish. People who love money and the world will only fall into various temptations and be snared by the devil. They will become the target of Satan's attack and be destroyed. So there is always something we don't understand about God.
We must trust God at all times to prove that we have true faith. If we can understand all things that God is doing, then there is no meaning to being faithful. No one is a counselor of God. Don't be jealous of others. Nothing in this world that happens can pass on without God's permission. In other words, those who are rich if they serve themselves rather than God, are truly in deep trouble. Prosperity won't outweigh God's wrath more than salvation and the true blessing. Third, in the Old Testament, Book of Job, Chapter 2, Verse 10 says that when we have received a lot of goodness, don't forget that we should also be prepared to accept some of the sufferings of life. In my 49 years of life, I have seen many examples. Abraham once said well in the book of Genesis, the Old Testament, because God will not respect persons, he will righteously compensate people according to their deeds. Balance of fairness and justice is coming on the scale of eternal life, otherwise, God cannot be the judge of the whole world and judge all mankind. Always remember this and keep looking forward to the salvation of the Lord Jesus. Don't despair, depression is a curse given by the devil of Satan to torture you. I have seen many examples. Although those rich people enjoy vain glory and wealth, they are healthy and firm that so many people envy, when they get older, they are crushed by God in many places. Because life without God is so desolate and futile, no amount of money can buy the joy of true Christians who have a true relationship with God. God is fair and just. The person who Jesus Christ loves the most is faithful and humble children of God. When you don't have any higher education to brag about, humble and meek children do not know how to compete with others to excel in others to win the whole world. Also, those brothers with low degrees are the closest to God. According to my observation, many wealthy people and highly educated people are sorrowful in another aspect, their wives die early, or they get divorced, or their children's disobedience. Many diseases, like cancer, love to torment wealthy people as well. I will not give examples one by one. Another example is that there are forest fires in California every year because global warming makes it the perfect place to set fires, and many wealthy people's villas and mansions are burned to ashes. Take a look at the book of Job. Job received the most blessings, but he also has to be tested in the suffering trial. Why? Isn't Job the righteous servant of God? Shouldn't the righteous people not suffer for any reason? What if God willingly brings any glory from the sufferings and it pleases God to allow evil to occur? The true God we believe in, the Lord Jehovah, who hates pride and loves to repay those who are humble and faithful. Many wealthy people, with almost no surprise, are too arrogant to trust their prosperity, overlook others and be ungrateful. Who cross the river and break the bridge? They forget who made them rich. Just like the Jews in the prosperous time, why did they end up being captured by foreign nations as slaves? Because of pride. The Bible says, those who love money more than anything else, who are rich are very difficult to enter the kingdom of heaven, much harder than a camel to go through the eye of a needle. Jesus Christ once said to a rich young man, sell all you have to the poor, 
and follow me. It can be seen that you must surrender all things to follow Jesus into the kingdom of heaven, to verify that you do have true faith. You can't love gold and silver or jewelry and also glimpse the glory of heaven at the same time. You can't worship money, fame, and success in the world at the same time as you serve and worship God, Jehovah. This is simply impossible. Remember, what made Satan and the devil become Satan? Satan was one of the archangels, but he is arrogant about his talents and abilities and thus rebelled against God and turned into a devil. So don't think that Christians will not fall, or ever abandon faith, unless you humble yourself first. I have seen many pastors lose their jobs because they fell and sinned. Being a rich Christian might not be blessed as you think, it might be the reason that they have decided to serve Satan instead. Being a poor Christian is suffering because of the faith or sins, who knows? If it is caused by faith, then rewards and blessings will eventually come in the future. The rich Christians have enjoyed their vain life and didn't notice any reason to be so rich. It is dangerous to live without knowing God's will. It required much faith and hope to be able to believe that God is fair and just. In the end, my conclusion is, look at what the Bible says, don't be afraid or infatuated. Don't love the world, if anyone covets the world, then the love of God is not found in him. So, you can't enter the kingdom of heaven because this world is full of greed, lust, and sin, all of which God hates the most. When the world ends, all these lusts and greed will fade away and will never be found again. Only the word of God will always prevail. God loves you. Hello everyone. Today I'm going to talk about the Bible. Let's look at the Old Testament. Ecclesiastics chapter 12 verse 13 and 14 in the King James Bible version. 13. Let us hear the conclusion of the whole matter. Fear God and keep his commandments, for this is the whole duty of men. 14. For God shall bring every work into judgment, with every sacred thing, whether it be good or whether it be evil. The following is my Meditation, the Holy Ghost has given to me. To be a Christian is nothing about going to church every Sunday or not. It is about how you live your life, which consists of the Holy Scripture. In this chapter, the preacher Solomon wants us to fear God all the time. Fear God means to respect, to reverence what he has said 
and treat it seriously more than anything else. Please be aware that our flesh is indeed the most evil and self-pleasing devices. Flesh will try to put us first dis disregard disregarded about other need. Flesh is always seeking pleasures and benefits. Flesh always loves itself more than anything else. Our flesh is a wicked, rebellious factory that God knows about in thousands of thousands of years throughout human history. God punished human beings not because he is a moral monster, but it is about our sin that God hated the most. Can God always love us disregard of our sinful life and even condemn us? No, God is the holy God. In order to have a fair God, he must love good and hate evil. He must judge us accordingly. People who are going to hell or already in hell are the end result of their evil doing. God must put actions against it for his character is holy. God will test us and see if we are hypocrites or not, and so by doing he can be certain that someone really has the real faith or not, just or just part of thinking. Do we really love God? Yes, if we also love those homeless, poverty, and starvation, and to those who are afflicted. I have seen many Christians who go to the church every week on time and never be absent. However, they don't seem to have compassion and love. Those fellow believers, they pay tithe to a pastor as their pastor told them to do, that it is God's will for each individual to support their church. But, unfortunately, Churches just overfeeding those greedy pastors, greedy pastors' appetite to allow them to have a higher and a higher income. I have seen the community surrounded of the church, full of poverty and low-income people. How how come Christian love pastor? Christian love pastors, but never love those low-income neighborhood. I wonder if they just go to church as a sort of social club. Only those social club members get all the benefits, and outsiders are just out, out of luck. Jesus Christ never pleased himself in any time. He traveled by foot, not by driving BMW, BMW or Mercedes-Benz. He doesn't stay at a fancy hotel or a fancy apartment. I have seen many pastors who are always begging 
for a raise of wages and self-indulgence of fancy vacations. Do you really fear God? No. Do you really be conformed of the Holy Jesus Christ? No. People are still pleasing themselves at all times. Christian has full comprehensive of the whole Bible, but doesn't, but it don't add as anyone, they don't add as anyone who is also practicing the biblical knowledge and the order. Please be certain that God will judge any churches that is disobedient. God will bring any ungodly works to judgment. If you don't care about it or unbelief, please just wait for it. It will come in back to you. Your sin will find you out very soon. God will first judge the church, then any pagan infidel. If we truly fear God, then we should all know about know that God is powerful enough to know any secret works of a good or evil, because he loves good works and hates evil doing. We are supposed to do everything justly and to love mercy and to walk humbly with God. He will chastise his children of God if they don't wrong. Anyone that are still practicing sin will be punished. If anyone who claims that he or she is a Christian, but never be chastised by God, is a liar. God doesn't know you. You are a bastard. I have seen many brothers and sisters in church constantly seeking more advantages and promotion over the other. They are all kind of evil doers to evil doers and not children of God because all their lives are full of darkness and evil. To fear God is nothing about the law, but the requirements of requirement from God if you want to be his children. People trying to evading try to evade the responsibility not to obey God's word and said that it is law, not grace. Christians are not supposed to obey law, but the grace. Let me tell you why is grace. What is the true meaning of grace? Obey God's word and do what he requires of you to do. Then he will forgive your past evil doing and sinful lifestyle. This is so-called grace. Grace is nothing about that God condone your wickedness of disobedience. This is the end of my episode. Thank you and take care.